Let me introduce. I just want to chat with you the whole time. I know. I can see what I want to do. I just think you're, I, I think you're fabulous. And, and I don't spend enough time with you for sure. I agree. But uh, I, I'm so proud to introduce Keela. So her topic today is transformational power of choice. I love that. Choice has been a big topic of mine for the last uh, year or two. So I love that you're focusing on that. Keela Oz is a uh, shamanic, and I have trouble with pronunciation, so I apologize. I've messed up throughout the day. Uh, energy practitioner, meditation teacher, and owner of Serene Spirit Healing and Retreat Center. Keela specializes in helping people process trauma experiences and thus break through limiting blocks, shifting them towards on purpose, fulfilling, and meaningful lives. Keela is passionate about mindfulness and mind management as an avenue for awareness, deeper understanding of oneself, and personal transformation. Keela resides in West Kelowna with her husband, a small zoo, and ridiculously large collection of plants. I love those whole <laughs> bin in that too. You have a small zoo? We have three dogs and two cats. It feels like a zoo at times. And 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 Thank God for those animals during COVID and for my plant collection, my blooming addiction. I should really be honest with myself there. <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm going to dip out now and hand, it up, hand the reins over to you, and I will be back at 1.55. And uh, thank you again for sharing your awesomeness. Thank you, Shauna. All right. Hi, everybody. So um, welcome. And again, thank you to Shauna for putting on this beautiful event. Shawnee, your impact on the community is profound, and I'm always honored to be a part of your event, so thank you. So as a practitioner that commonly helps people tend their trauma, helping people release themselves from, from victimhood is one step in the process of empowered transformation. So one of the most profound ways to do this, I think, is reminding people how powerful they really are and how the power of choice in acting and reacting can completely turn their lives around. The power of choice to me is an untapped potential that can completely rewire how we accept our circumstances, feel good about our decisions, and allow us to feel a sense of freedom in the knowing that we can always choose again. So there's kind of some main tenets in my talk today, and I really am passionate about the power of transformational choice. Now, it comes with like a little preemptive statement, which is, we are always free to choose, but we are never free from the consequences, both good and bad, of those choices. So our personal choices can be distilled into two main threads, as actions that have tangible outward consequences or internal reflective impact. The question to ask yourself is, are you reacting or responding to events in your life? If we are reactive, we're choosing based on an emotional response, based on old programming, societal conditioning, trauma, et cetera. But if we're responding, we are considering multiple facets of our own experience and choosing mindfully then how to engage. So, you know, it's really easy to forget that everything is choice, absolutely everything. And instead we feel trapped, bound, and stuck in our circumstances. We feel powerless. The ability to choose can be an outward act that directly affects our circumstances, but more profoundly, I think, our ability to choose how we respond internally to our circumstance and other people's behaviors is where our personal power lies. 
there are times when we can't control what happens to us, right? Like we can't control COVID. We can't control these external circumstances. We can't control other people's behavior. And in these instances, if someone has hurt us, we still have two choices. One, we can enter into victimhood, give our power away and succumb to being dragged whichever way we are pulled. Or two, we can recognize that we do have a powerful option in how to respond. So if any of this conversation brings up resistance for you, I invite you to look deeper into that. Because when I st first started doing this work, it was really difficult for me to be accountable with myself that where I was currently in my life was where my choices had brought me. It was a jagged pill to swallow, so to speak. So some challenging awarenesses for you. We get to choose whether or not to be emotionally hurt by someone. This can be incredibly difficult. If we are unable to be present enough to tend the person's hurtful behavior right away and the hurt happens, then we get to choose how to tend the fallout. We can choose to communicate our feelings. We can choose to cut them out of our lives. Or we can choose to understand that hurt people hurt people. And our behavior likely was not responsible for the other person's actions. It likely had nothing to do with us. If it was our responsibility, then we once again get to choose how to take responsibility for that and how to act accordingly. So we currently live in a world that can at times make us feel as though we have no choice. If we've been unable to be mindful due to hardship or trauma, then it can be more difficult to recognize that it has been our choices that have brought us to where we are. We are creating our lives with the quality of our thoughts. So the ability to make conscious choices really requires us to have an increase in awareness of the interconnectedness of all things. This in turn requires us to be ever present in all facets of experience. And in order to be empowered and make empowered choices, we have to act mindfully. The more mindful we become, the more able we are to choose consciously rather than reactively. So some examples, uh, we can choose to see this year, 2020, as an opportunity for growth choosing fear or courage, it's our choice. How we respond is our choice. That's the freedom of being human. We can choose to stay in whatever relationship we are in or leave if we're unhappy. We may convince ourselves that we cannot leave due to responsibilities or finances or our children or health. There's a plethora of reasons that can make us believe that we cannot leave. However, this too is a story that we have created that makes us feel disempowered and stuck. We're never, ever stuck. And I, I really want to impact that with everyone. You are not stuck unless you tell yourself you are. There are always solutions to every circumstance and every problem. We always have choice. There are always unseen options that we cannot simply see when we feel that we are bound by the situations that we're in. So, if we are unable to choose to leave the relationship, let's just say we're using that as an example, and we choose to remain in it, then we still have choice. We can choose to understand that staying is by choice, and therefore we embark upon it willingly, without victimhood, knowing it is not being done to us, but we are choosing it. We are claiming that choice. 
to enable the continuation of circumstances, not out of necessity, but out of choice. Also, knowing that tomorrow, if we wish, we get to choose again. We can choose differently. We are not bound because we made a previous choice. We are free to change our minds. We are sovereign beings and we have that choice and that freedom. We make different choices as often as is necessary so that we can grow, learn, and evolve as individuals. So, you know, I've had these conversations with people and some people will argue with me that situations, for instance, say like addiction are not a choice, they're a mental illness. I totally agree, they are. Addiction is not a choice. Addiction often is not a choice, it is a disease. So how does one respond from a place of empowered choice when it comes to something like, say, addiction? Well, we don't choose addiction, but we do choose how we respond to addiction. Are we responding to our addiction and tending it? Are we seeking counsel, receiving help, acknowledging our experience and choosing how to tend, tend it mindfully? Or do we choose to remain in denial? So that is where our power comes from. What is our choice in that circumstance, in any circumstance? the transformational power of choice. The same applies to one holding space for another in say the throes of addiction. How you show up for the person struggling is also your choice. So then the question is, how do we empower ourselves to become present enough in our lives to respond rather than to react to our circumstances, to make choices that empower us rather than feed our victims? You know, 18 years ago, almost 20, <laughs> time flies. Um, 18 years ago, I found myself waking up from passing out unconscious on my bathroom floor from a nocturnal panic attack. Uh, these attacks were getting more and more frequent. And I was in deep denial, <laughs> deep, deep denial that I needed to make some changes in my life. My trauma was speaking through my body and I refused to listen. So things were getting really, really bad and worse, and I wasn't listening. I was turning away from what my body was trying to tell me. To imagine my life in a different way and to do whatever it took to escape my victimhood mentality and recreate my life was a necessary thing at that time for my own health and well-being. I was forced to make some major changes and they were difficult. They were really difficult. They required a reimagining for me of what my life could look like based on letting go of what I was, who I was, and what I identified with, and the version of myself that I had become. This is hard. But I began the following day to learn to meditate. I just started there. And the process of meditation and learning how to meditate completely changed my life. So... I've walked in the trenches of this, of victimhood. I understand what it feels like to be uh, victimized, to have serious trauma, and to also figure out my own path and, and travel out of it. The key for me has been learning how to manage the quality of my thoughts and the ability to be present with my emotions. And this is a big one because it's hard sometimes to feel all the things feeling and tending towards and turning towards those blocked emotions that we have repressed out of pain. It's a difficult thing to do, but it's possible. So the key has been learning how to manage my thoughts, 
and the ability to be present with them through mindfulness. And what I call it is something called a sacred pause. It's that space between having something happen and responding where you just take a moment just to allow the emotions to come in, be present with them, and then decide how to respond or react depending on where you are in your, in your process. So it's different for everyone how they find their way. The point is, I suppose, is to start searching for your individual way, as I did, and it will be different for every single one of us. So I'd like to ask you guys the question, those of you watching, are you giving yourself the time and space in your life to make conscious choices? I'm passionate about meditation because I've personally seen the impact that it can have on my own life in following that path and making that a part of my, my ceremony or my ritual each day. And it helps me tend difficult experiences and circumstances and bring conscious awareness to them. Again, the process is simple, but it's not easy. And so that's why for those of you who have tried meditation perhaps in the past and thought it's just not for me, there's um, like maybe not a million, but there's so many different types of meditation that might gel better for you. And so I encourage you, if you have tried a couple and they haven't worked, to try others or contact me and I can maybe guide you towards something that might be a better fit for the way that your mind thinks. Because presence of mind equals awareness and awareness equals recognizing that we have choice. So I'm not insinuating that meditation is a cure-all. It's not. But it can be a beautiful way to initiate oneself into a different way of living your life. And so I encourage everyone, if you haven't tried it, just to give it a try. We are not a product of our past. We always are free to choose again. So Neil Donald Walsh, who is a writer, a spiritual writer, he's written some really beautiful books. He says really eloquently, he has this quote, let me just see if I can find it here. He says, therefore, be honest with yourself as to why you are choosing to do a particular thing. Then do it gladly, knowing that you are always getting to do what you want. The statement, I have no choice, is a lie. <laughs> you can choose. You simply do not prefer the alternatives available to you for whatever reason. So you select the outcome that you most prefer. So like a little bitter medicine in there. <laughs> and then another quote that I really loved about this whole concept is the Tony Robbins quote. He says, using the power of choice gives you the capacity to get past any excuse to change any and every part of your life in an instant. And I find that just so inspiring. So I invite you to reflect on your own life and notice where you may be able to make different choices. More importantly, I encourage you to reflect on the areas of your life where you are already making healthy, mindful decisions and choices and celebrate it. We don't celebrate ourselves enough in this life, especially at this time. Celebrate the aspects of your life where you're doing really, really well. The aspects of your life where you're showing up. Those, every single tiny little place that you get to where you're like, I've done this, was a choice that got you there. And I think we fail to recognize how powerful it can be in self-recognition and celebration of ourselves in those small, really incremental ways. So remember to celebrate your small wins and remember that everything that happens to us emotionally, spiritually in our lives, it's fleeting and temporary. The experience, this human experience that we're all signed up here for have, to have or for having, we are having, it's like the weather. Some days, if you look outside here in Kelowna today, it's like a bluebird day. It's just 
it's so beautiful. And so it's clear and everything just feels a little bit lighter and more inspiring and easier. But this too is temporary because tomorrow there may be a crazy snowstorm and the skies may be gray and you may feel heavy and dark and it's more difficult to see that light and be hopeful about the clarity that came just simply yesterday. So I invite you to remember with your experiences and everything that you're doing on your own journey to remember that all of your experiences are fleeting. This too shall pass is one of my favorite sayings because it's true. It's just like the weather. Whatever you have going on in your life is going to pass, whether it be beautiful and celebratory or hardship and challenge, it's going to pass in and out of your life. And just to remember to do your very best to stay in flow, to understand that we are here for all human experiences. And another little um, approach, I guess, I have to making choices, I guess you could say, on how to tend all different circumstances that come into our life is just to imagine that, you know, we're not labeling them. It's culturally conditioned in us and as human beings to categorize and label things. That's just an innate part of being human. But what if you could discern or not discern, so to speak, all of your human experiences as rather than being good or bad on some sort of scale of labeling, instead of having them be good or bad, they are simply just what they are. They're simply all in the same pot of human experience. This allows us to open up this awareness of maybe we can allow in all of the experiences with more ease. Maybe if we don't have something labeled good or bad, we can become more accepting of all varying circumstances and therefore give ourselves permission to turn towards the ones that are more challenging. It may be challenging, but it is yet just another human experience. And if we are able to remove the label from it, we're able to sit in it sort of unconditionally, being able to understand that we are choosing to sit in this experience and by doing so, learn to glean from it that which will provide us with wisdom and deeper understanding, helping us raise our consciousness, contributing to the global consciousness, heightening our awareness, and allowing us to remove the filters that we tend to look at life through. It can be a really powerful way to look at your life. And I encourage people to try to do that even in little incremental bits. You know, a couple of months ago, I was talking to Shauna about this earlier, uh, just prior to the 2020-20 challenge. This was about two and a half months ago. I was having a really difficult time. I had been holding space for a lot of people. And my priority was continuing to do so. And I was not really honoring my own self-care. And it caught up to me before I could catch it in advance. It really caught up to me. And I was waking up a number of days in the morning with that ominous, heavy feeling that, you know, you come, you wake up in the morning. And we always kind of, well, I don't know if you do this, but I do this. When we wake up in the morning, you kind of open your eyes as you're laying in bed. And my practice is always to, you know, to sit in gratitude first. Just grateful that I have another day on this planet. But then I always tend to sort of tap in to see where my emotional state is right at the beginning of the day. And usually it's pretty good, <laughs> but 2020 has been challenging. And for a little while there, I would wake up in the morning and I wasn't feeling great. And I was becoming more identifying with that feeling as I was going through each day and each morning 
wake up, gratitude, tapping in and thinking, oh gosh, today it's going to be like this, is it? <laughs> you know, doing my best to stay positive and implement the practices that I preach, so to speak. But each day was just as challenging. So I don't remember where I saw this. I think I was watching a documentary, but I decided just to tweak things a little bit. And so I invite you for anyone that this may align with who has these um, challenging ups and downs in their life. It, it's an unstable world. Our world is unstable right now. And the only thing we can do is ride the waves. And so what I was starting to do is I would wake up in the morning, my usual practice, gratitude before we go down to meditate. And instead of setting, setting into perhaps the down feeling that I would have, if I was having a really challenging morning and I knew emotionally I wasn't as strong as I wish I could have been for that day, I would say to myself, rather than, oh, I'm feeling like this, I would say, okay, with a gentle curiosity, so bringing a curiosity to the start of your day, I would say, so this, whatever it was, is today's human experience. And I would just take out the judgment from it. I would take out the labeling from it. And I would acknowledge that it felt differently than a day that was with ease and flow, but it wasn't any less valuable. And so I began to accept and surrender to whatever the experience was starting from the moment I woke up in the morning. And this really allowed me to stop resisting whatever my experiences were. It was really profoundly transformational for me. Um, you know, we're talking about the, the power of choice and I guess there's a surrendering aspect to this, but there's also the choice to remove that container of those labels of feeling a certain way versus another way of hoping that we want to feel positive and uplifted, but then recognizing that we don't. And then that, that um, conflict, you know, is sometimes challenging to meet in the middle. So I just invite you to remove those labels, remove expectations of how you hope you're going to feel each day, trust in the higher process and the bigger picture, and really believe that, whatever experience you're having is meant for you and that you have the tools and the capability to turn towards all variations of human experience that you have going on in your life. It helped me a lot. So I hope that it also helps you. Um, so uh, it's, I'm just looking at the time. Sorry. So we have, I think about, is it five more minutes? I think. Yes. So there's a couple of things I was going to walk you through meditation, but um, we don't have time. That's okay. So if you aligned with what I've been saying and would like assistance creating a more conscious life or developing mindfulness, uh, I want to offer you all watching an opportunity to connect with me on Zoom. So just one-on-one -on -one to see if there's something that I can assist you with on your path. All you have to do is email me at the address in the comments. I'll just plop it down in the comments at the end, or maybe Sean will. I'm not sure who's doing that. And just email me to set it up. It's 30 minutes zero obligation. It's free. I call these breakthrough sessions and they last, you know, 30 ish minutes. I give you the opportunity to ask me any questions about what we've talked about today or what um, you may have been wondering as I've been speaking this, this, uh, this talk. Um, and additionally, to thank you all for watching, I'd like to offer you a free gift, which is a 20 minute downloadable guided meditation that I've created to help people during these challenging times. And I just want to offer that to you to give you some solace if you are having a day that you feel you need external support. 
Uh, it's a grounding meditation and it just allows you to calm your mind and come back into your body because a lot of us aren't living in our bodies these days. And I totally understand that. It's hard to deal with everything we're going through. So I'd like to offer that gift to you as well. So um, in closing, I would like to recite a poem. You know, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, there's, it's so divine. Um, I was asking for a way to close up my talk today and uh, I couldn't find anything that was exactly what I wanted. And about 10 minutes or 15 minutes before I was about to go get ready to come on today, um, a friend of mine, her name's Nicole. She's like a spiritual sister that I train with in my shamanic practitioner training. And she sent me this poem and I just felt like the universe was like, Oh, there you go. Here it is. And so I just want to read it to you because I found it really impactful. It's uh, written by uh, Catherine O'Meara and it was written in 1869 and it was reprinted and distributed in the pandemic of 1919. I also find it was the um, Spanish flu pandemic. And I also find that interesting that 1919 and now 2020, we are dealing with our own pandemic. So um, I think it's important to recognize that we've gone through this before. We're going to go through it again. And we are going to come out on the other side. Just no problem. We're going to be okay. And to remember that we're going to be okay. So Catherine writes, just pull it up here. Sorry. And so the people stayed home and read books and listened and they rested and exercised and made art and played and learned new ways of being and stopped and listened more deeply. Someone meditated, someone prayed, someone met their shadow and people began to think differently and people healed. And in the absence of people who lived in ignorant ways, dangerous, meaningless, and heartless, the earth also began to heal. And when the danger ended and people found themselves, they grieved for the dead. They made new choices and dreamed of new visions and created new ways of living and completely healed the earth just as they were healed. So beautiful. So I hope this talk has empowered you, or at least made you think about your life in a deeper way. It's been a sincere pleasure. Uh, it looks like I have like maybe another minute, so I'm not sure if Shauna is around, if she wants to come back on. Um, here she comes, I think. Let's see, are you there, Shauna? This gives us an opportunity just to sit and breathe together. So there she is. Ah, hi. I was yeah, yeah, you, got, you. you got told two. You got told two o'clock. So did you want awesome. to share something yes. for the next five minutes? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like until ten to or until two. So that would be perfect. I, what I wanted was to take everyone through a little guided meditation. So this is perfect. Do it. Awesome. Okay. okay. So I'm really excited. I was hoping I'd have time, but I wasn't sure. So let's just go back into it. So everybody that's watching, sorry for that little segue into, into this. So I invite you wherever you are just to sit comfortably. This is just a, it'll be about an eight or nine minute meditation where I'm just, I'm giving you an opportunity to connect in with your spirit into your body, to do your best as you sit with me, as we sit together to just clear your mind 
And it's also a very simple guided meditation. Um, it is different than the one that I'm offering as a free gift, but just as simple in that you can take what this meditation will guide you through and use it to implement any time you need it in your life. If you're in the car, I mean, don't close your eyes, <laughs> but you can do the breathing exercises. Um, when I was learning to meditate, I used to make a specific uh, experiences that I was doing meditative. So for me, it was always when I was walking to and from the car, I would do these breathing exercises and become really present. Um, I would always practice this in the shower. And when possible, instead of taking the elevator, I would always take the stairs and I would also make that as an opportunity for me to practice uh, being in my body and doing a little bit of meditative breathing and presence, practicing presence. So I invite you to use this in whatever way works for you. So to begin, wherever you're sitting, you don't have to have a candle or an altar or a special sacred space. All those, those things are beautiful if you wish to set them up. What you really just need is you and your spirit and the intention to clear your mind. That is all that is required in meditation. And you can do this anywhere. So right from where you're sitting right now, I invite you just to close your eyes. And just take a couple of really beautiful, slow, deep breaths. And allow yourself just to sense into how your body is feeling. So acknowledging, is there any tension in your abdomen? Give yourself permission just to let go in that area of your body, to allow your breath to slow and deepen. Relax your belly. Allow yourself to tap into the sensation of your lungs expanding and your rib cage expanding with each in and out breath. Bring your awareness up now to your shoulders. Just acknowledging without intention to shift anything, just allowing yourself to be exactly as you are in this moment. If you feel tension in your shoulders, just allow your breath to sit there in that space, in that awareness that you are holding tension. And with each breath, allowing the tension just to slowly recede out of that area of your body. Allowing gravity just to set your shoulders down and back a little bit more with each out breath. Bring your awareness now into your head and face area to loosen and soften your jaw. Allow some space perhaps between your teeth. Soften your cheeks. Allow your eyelids to soften. The space between your brows to smooth. And doing a little bit of a body scan. Starting about a foot above the top of your head, where some say we connect to spirit. Just allow yourself to register that space and slowly travel down into the top of your head. Imagining that you are traveling down through the center line of your body, in between the hemispheres of your brain, 
down through your skull, beginning to enter into the spinal cord and spinal column and moving very slowly as you breathe deeply down your spine, vertebrae by vertebrae. Becoming aware of any sensations in your body, allowing yourself to turn towards any discomfort you may have without judgment. Moving down the back of that heart space area in the midline of the back. Moving down into that solar plexus, our source of power, and just allowing yourself to sit here for a moment. Sending some gratitude to our bodies for holding our spirits day in and day out, despite all of the challenges we face. Gratitude for ourselves for showing up every single day to the best of our ability. Knowing that you are enough. Traveling down into the abdomen, down into the waist and the lower spine and hip area. Also imagining now that we're sitting at that tail, tailbone area of the body. And then just gently beginning to imagine that we are sending a root system, just like a plant or a tree, growing out from that tailbone area of our body, anchoring us down into the earth. Just imagining these roots growing down below the seat we are sitting in. down into the floor beneath us. Way, way down if we're in a higher building through all the levels and layers down into the actual earth. As your breath is deepening even more, continuing to send that root system down further, making us feel connected to our planet, reminding ourselves that it is safe to be in this body. We are safe to be on this planet. Just continuing to watch that root system establish an anchor, providing us with stability and grace. And once you feel that you have become rooted, bringing your awareness back now into your heart space, giving yourself permission to open your heart. Permission to be vulnerable. Permission to show up authentically as who you are. Breathing deeply and with each in-breath, expanding open that heart space even further. Giving yourself permission to shine your own light as brightly as possible, to make choices every day that are the best for you and your highest good. 
continuing to allow your breath to open your heart. To really become aware of the sensation as the air enters and exits your nose. Becoming aware of the room once again around you, the sensation of the floor or the chair beneath you. Becoming aware of the contact points of your body. Slowly beginning to wiggle your, your toes and your hands coming gently back into yourself, into your day. Remembering that you are enough, that how you have been showing up is enough. And then when you're ready, just coming back and opening your eyes. Look at that timing. Welcome back. Uh, it, yeah, that was perfect timing, my goodness, wow. What a wonderful way to finish off your talk. Thank you, Shauna. Yeah, I really wanted to give people those, you know, any aspect, a little tiny bit of that meditation can be used in our day whenever we need to center and balance ourselves. It's helpful. Yeah. This will definitely be one I rewatch and listen to. It's fantastic. <laughs> and I love the choices thing. That's something, like I said, I've been trying to embrace more and more in the last couple of years and stuff. So definitely a journey. <laughs> it is. You need to keep working on that and to reaffirm that and stuff. But. Yeah, it's not about perfection. It's just intention, right? Doing the best we can every day and showing up to the best of our ability. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Shauna. It was been awesome. a pleasure. Oh, great. And we have to, we have to get together again soon. Please. Tea. Distance <laughs> tea. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thank okay. you so much. You're welcome.